The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. and welcome back to Let's Talk, but no politics okay. I am your host, Andrew Lenz, and once again, welcome back to the show. So I'm not a political person, as you can tell by the title of this podcast, but I do love a good discussion on what some people, <clears throat> my wife, would say is a nonsense topic. So today I want to discuss full house and family matters and why might one person lean to the other more and is the one really better than the other and these are two shows that I consider what like what I said I think in the top two or three of the greatest TGIF shows of all time so today I have with me Mr. Johnny Townsend of Retropop and I could not think of a better guest co-host to discuss this topic with than you, Mr. Johnny Townsend. Well, thanks for having me. And I have to say that I can't possibly, especially at this time that we are living in, think of a more political topic than Full House (laughs) versus Family Matters. Uh, This topic has been one I've argued my entire uh, life since those shows are on the air, because I definitely have a leaning towards uh, one of the shows compared to the other and in fact i have blasphemy my friend and that is i don't even consider one of those shows in the top two uh, really? i would put i would put boy meets world above one of those shows i would say it's if you don't have full house boy meets world and family matters in your top three i would definitely i don't want to sound rude but i would definitely reevaluate your life and your tv watching experience because those are my top three no matter how you put them into place in any particular order those are the see i i'm also very i'm like i admit freely i'm a strange person and i will say that while i did watch one of those shows i've watched both of those shows that we're discussing today a lot quite a lot even the reboot that the netflix reboot i've seen a full house I would even put step by step before one of those shows. Just my personal, that's me personally. I'm not saying in the lexicon of sitcoms that that's how it should be, because no, obviously not. One of them is obviously way more important than step by step. But, you know, it's just for whatever reason, if it wasn't for like a couple characters on that one show. I don't want to give away which show I, I love the most on that one show. Uh, I probably wouldn't have even have entertained watching that show because it's just a couple of characters I like. One of them I had a crush on, so that probably helped because you know how that goes. Yes. Well, I think if anybody listens to Retro Pop, we talked about this in the beginning. Yes. Uh, you go. You have thousands now, tens of thousands of listeners. I would say almost there. So. If they're listening to this, they're like, I, and they're, they're fans, they're going to be like, I know which one Johnny's going to. Yeah, see, I didn't even, it's, it's, so, it's such a part of me that, the, that you bringing that up to me, I didn't even realize that I did that. So <laughs> it's, it's just something natural to me to even just to reference that show just because I grew up with it. And it's like just a part, it's a, such a strong part of 
me growing up and watching that show and it really uh it really honestly helped inform my sense of humor i know that sounds weird but it, it did uh so that i remember that being one of the first shows that I ever watched purely because it made me laugh so much uh i'm just gonna go ahead and give it away i'm just gonna go ahead and give it away let's get this going yeah just say it uh family matters to me is one of my all-time favorite sitcoms ever ever well i love that show it has so many characters that i really like and love so many that made me laugh besides just urkel i mean don't get me wrong urkel's the urkel's the top man he's the freaking best but there's so many other characters on there that don't even get talked about like waldo nobody talks about waldo and that dude was funny uh, and, and you got one of the best, honestly, in my opinion, one of the best TV dads ever in Carl, who yeah. actually gave a freaking crap uh, about his family. And even about the annoying next door neighbor, he actually gave a crap. Even though he was very annoyed by him, he still cared about him. Uh, just there's so much about that show, just such a part of, of me. I've seen everyone, even recently went back and rewatched them. I can't remember which streaming service it's on, but you can watch it somewhere. And it's. it's I think you're. I think it is Hulu, and it it definitely holds up to me, in my opinion. But I'm very incredibly biased. I lean. I've always leaned towards more Full House. Um, I don't. I think it's because I could kind of relate to it a little bit more. Like, kind of, I lived in a single parent home. Yeah. And I had. They didn't live with us, but my mother's friends, in a way, kind of raised me now that I'm looking back at it. So Full House was a little bit more normal to me. I had the older brother. I didn't have a younger sibling. So, And there's another coincidence is we call my brother BJ, and you have DJ Tanner. But yeah. a Full House is probably my f- yeah, I'll go second favorite show because Boy Meets World is number one. But um, okay, we both agree on that. Okay, <laughs> that's what that we both agree with. Yeah, it, that was a time thing, I think, for both of our ages. But Full House edges out Family Matters for me. Um, just I, I don't know. I I just liked it a little bit better. Family Matters is right below it, but Full House had you know the cool guy, the funny kind of dorky guy the dad that, you know, he's just trying to do what he can, the annoying neighbor. And, you know, it added a little bit more with, you know, Aunt Becky and the twins. And as Michelle got older with the, you got it dude and some good one-liners. I still use how rude every once in a while. I was like, cut it out and do the hen stuff. (laughs) I was listening to MC yeah. Hammer the other day and I was doing the too legit to quit. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm not against Full House. I do like Full House. I definitely see my fair share of Full House. Uh, I even thought the reboot was, was fairly good for what, for what they were trying to do. So yeah. I am not against Full House. Like everything you laid out, I totally get. I think it's way more, you kind of alluded to it. It's way more which show kind of speaks to you more. Mm-hmm. And just people have different experiences growing up. I'm I'm very, uh, I'm very lucky that uh, my parents are, are still together today. Um, so like I just grew up in, I was very lucky that the house I grew up in was a very cohesive house and had very caring, loving parents who stayed together and and not just for the kids. You know, obviously they yeah. loved each other. Uh, I mean, they still go on dates today. It's it's 
it's grossingly cute. So, uh, but it's, but I think it's what really spoke to me about family matters and it's not that full house didn't do it, but in family matters, it seemed way more, it was way more about the relationships within the family. Uh, I mean, you know, you had like, it was a, one of the big deals was when Eddie, uh, the, the oldest son got old enough to go to college and, uh, when he moved out, I mean, it was a whole thing. Uh, and then him and Carl got in a fight and like, he got really mad and said, I'm moving out. And it was a big deal. I mean, it was actually a really huge deal and it really affected Carl. And man, I know a lot of people love, uh, I'm getting, I'm blanking on his name. The guy who played Carl for, uh, his work in, uh, I'm, I'm blanking on his name. I don't have it in front of me here. I would just say it, but, uh, but of course, he's really famous because he was in a certain movie that people think is a Christmas movie, it and that's a Die Hard. Movie. Uh, we can argue about that later. But, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, and he's great in that. Don't get me wrong. But like, if you really want to see uh, a really great TV dad, I mean, that'd be a fun topic too. The best TV dads. Yeah. Um, I think he's got to be up there for sure. One hundred percent has to be up there. Um, I would. I think about it this way: Who would I rather have? Uh, if I got to choose my dad or whatever, uh, if I got to choose a TV dad to be my, to be my dad, who would I choose? And Carl would be up near the top very much. Danny was fine. I have nothing against Danny. Uh, he's, he cares about his kids. Uh, he keeps a clean house. <laughs> very clean house. Very clean house. Uh, and he obviously, I mean, that's what's important to me is when um, the father character actually cares. Like it, mm-hmm. the, instead of just making instead of just being like a, you know, I'm just going to use family guys as an example, just being like a Peter who yeah. just is just kind of there to make fun of his kids. And it's hard to tell if he actually cares about them. Uh, you can tell in, in both these shows, honestly, Foy House and Family Matters, that they, that they really care, that it's, a, that there's love there. And that's, a, that's important to me for a show um, when it comes to family shows. And for whatever reason, and I think it's just the humor also, I really love stupid humor. <laughs> I really, truly do. Like some of my favorite movies are movies that are just completely stupid, like airplane. It's just yes. full of stupid sight gags and, and you can watch it again and again and see like jokes in the background that maybe you didn't see before and dumb wordplay jokes and stuff like that. Uh, I, I fall head over heels for that stuff. And, and family and family matters. It kind of goes that way. They have different types. I mean, Urkel, was a phenomenon right when we were when we were younger yes his character was literally a phenomenon i mean he had dolls of himself he had a board game uh you know so all kinds of stuff because of how popular that character got um heck he was on full house once yeah so i was gonna bring that up to (laughs) you that he was on there i think he was like visiting a cousin in san francisco yes yeah something like that it was just an excuse to get a popular character on which i get it a character on there um and that's the, not the only time that TGIF would cross. Like they do it with other characters too. Um, but uh, man, I don't know. Do I kind of feel like we should do a um, let's let's start with Full House okay. and let's start picking out some characters that we feel really do a good job of representing uh, awesomeness for this show. And I'm going to start okay. since. I was going to get to kind of like a comparing the, each person who they would be, but we could go over here. Okay. Uh, well, I was just going to say, I really want to talk about uh, Uncle Joey. Okay. Uh, the comedian, uh, literally, that's what his job 
technically was. He was trying to be a comedian. Uh, he had that really uh, – he was my favorite on the show. Uh, he had the uh, woodchuck uh, doll – or not a doll, it was a dummy. It was the, and yeah, the he, puppet. Yeah, he was a ventriloquist. Yeah. <laughs> Is that made of wood? Yeah. yeah. That stuff, so great, <laughs> so fantastic. Um, but he's my favorite character on there. Who's your favorite character on Full House? I'm Full House. I think this is one of those things where in life it's who do you want to be, but then who do you mostly represent? <laughs> okay, that's how I've been looking at things throughout life. Yeah, are you? Yeah, who are you? See, I'm an Uncle Joey all the way. That's who okay. I would be. <laughs> okay, so I, Uncle Jesse was cool. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, another relatable thing is I have an aunt that's only 13 years older than me. So I have an uncle that's only 13 years older than me or 13 or 14. So he was the cool, kind of like the Uncle Jesse. He drag raced, he owned a Corvette and stuff like that. So Uncle Jesse was like, that's who I want to be. I want to play in a band. I want to ride a motorcycle. But I was more of Joey. I was awkward, telling corny jokes, um, doing things like that. And I learned how to do a Bowwinkle voice because of Uncle Joe. I learned how to pick that up. And to this day, I still put up the moose ears and do the hello, everybody. Yeah, I haven't done it in a while. But so I'm, I would say it's kind of a tie between Uncle Joey and Uncle Jesse of who I wanted to be and who I actually was. So those yeah. are the two. Yeah. I mean, every character on there is has got some really cool things about him. I mean, but I just never remotely remotely related to Jesse, even though I obviously thought he was cool. Yeah, I just couldn't I just couldn't relate to that because that was never anything that I personally had any experience with. <laughs> uh, I was just myself, but that's and I felt like, and I always felt like Joey, like he couldn't help but to be who he was. Right, mm-hmm. to, that's how he came off to me. Like. Who he was is who he, he wasn't putting on any type of show. Uh, he was literally just being himself. I still remember the episode where they were, this is when, I, it seemed like there for a while, I don't know if you noticed, Joey and Jesse were like this tag team of almost get rich quick schemes or starting a business. And I yeah. still remember the episode where Jesse got mad at Joey because they were do doing an ad pitch for toothpaste or denture cream. I and remember this. Yeah. Joey did a pitch behind Jesse's back, like, cause he had another one all staged and they got the deal and Jesse was upset and Joey actually stood up for himself. So that was like one of, the, that's one episode that stands out to me because Joey, like you said, was Joey. He was nothing more than Joey. And he had, he loved his Detroit wedding. Red Wings, and I think he had a Three Stooges poster in the background as well. Yeah, and and Alanis Morissette apparently did some stuff with him in a movie theater. Oh, oh, and you know, did you not hear that? That's the rumor I, that 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 I think it was who it was. We made a very famous song, and I thought it was John Stamos. I always heard it was Uncle Joey. I mean, that's, I heard it was Uncle Jesse. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's funnier to me if it's Joey. So maybe that's why I'm thinking that. But uh, yeah, it, it's 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 just 
just like Full House, honestly, I think it's just because it was always the leadoff show on TGIF2. Mm-hmm. It was the first one that, that would come on at 8 p.m. Eastern time. And uh, it was always the first off the block. And with any, and anybody tell you with any sort of uh, weekday lineup, you want your strongest show to, to lead off. Yeah. Because people tune in for that, and then maybe they'll stick around for what's after it. That's kind of what people hope for. Uh, so there's no denying how popular and huge that that show was. I mean, heck, it's it's. I guarantee it's the reason why. Uh, it's the reason why um, Danny uh, got Danny got to host America's Funniest Videos. Yeah. Did have you ever seen the pilot episode? Of uh, without Bob Saget. A Full House. Yes. No, I have not. Oh, it is absolutely 100% horrible. I forgot who the comedian or actor was that Bob Saget couldn't film. little trivia history here. Bob Saget couldn't film the pilot or something. So they brought in this other comedian, and he's so, like, flat on everything that he does. I mean, you love comedy. So you ever listen to this, a super flat comedian, like it's supposed to be a one-liner or he's telling a story and there's just like zero emotion and it's just flat. And I I watched it on YouTube and they did like a side-by-side or not so much a side-by-side, but they showed the scene without Bob Saget and then they showed the scene with Bob Saget and you're like, oh my goodness, without, if they would have kept this original guy, Full House would have been nothing after this. Well, I mean, you can say that about a lot of shows too. I mean, mm-hmm. heck, Star Trek. Uh, yes, the, the original, the very, the pilot doesn't have Captain Kirk. Yep, and it's a completely different animal. Uh, you oh, know, nice. you can tell William Shatner changed everything, and they were lucky that they got him to come in for that. I mean, I mean, uh, uh, Back to the Future for crying out loud. We'll, we'll oh, go movies. Eric Schultz. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's nothing against these original people. I'm sure they're fine, and they wouldn't. Some of them went on to still do some good stuff, but you know you can't think about Back to the Future without you know who played Marty McFly now for crying out loud. You can't think of anybody else playing Marty McFly. No, uh, but it's but that that's a great point too because you know Family Matters when it started out, Urkel was not a part of it. I don't even think he was supposed to be a a permanent cast member. He wasn't. Uh, he wasn't. He was just so popular when he showed up. He was going to be like a one off character. But the everybody loved him, and that's the reason why he kept coming back. And by the time the show ended, he was, I dare say, probably the main character. And yeah, the later, later seasons of it, and I think this happened with Full House, too. Uh, this happens with a lot of shows, unfortunately. The longer they go, they kind of feel like they lose their way uh, a mm-hmm. little bit. And there's still some good stuff there, but, you know, uh, like I definitely have some criticisms of Family Matters, despite my – absolute love and adoration for it and the same with full house you know um i really enjoyed in full house i think the middle kind of the middle there of its run yeah uh because i was a teenager watching this and stephanie was was uh the hot stuff for me yes thank you <laughs> yeah i was a big <laughs> stephanie fan uh and uh so that helped a lot my viewership there um but you know, also the show itself, you know, they would from time to time, like I was just watching, because they still show reruns of both shows, mm-hmm. and you can catch them every once in a while. Uh, the one I watched the other day was that the that Joey 
uh, well, the DJ had just turned old enough to drive and gotten her license. And Joey had found this car that was basically stolen, but he didn't know it was stolen. And he bought it. And yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, but what's funny is that made me really think. I was like, I really, and I don't know this answer, but you know, there's no such thing as a completely original idea anymore. We just had so many ideas that happened. But I distinctly remember an episode of Family Matters in which Eddie has a car and he gets a car stereo, like a really nice car stereo, and he finds out it's stolen and he didn't know it was stolen before. Didn't he buy a lemon? I think he did that too, yeah. No, oh. no, no. Laura, uh, I believe, was the one who bought the lemon because Steve went to help her out. If I'm thinking right. Steve had that really also, by the way, Steve in, in sitcoms had one of the most iconic cars ever. Yes. Because it opened, for, I still remember that it opened from the front, and I think it only had three wheels. Yes. <laughs> that was, that is a great car. <laughs> um, looking at side characters, um, we'll, we'll just stick with full houses. You got, you know, Kimmy Gibbler. Yes. Uh, Steve. And then later on, they had Michelle's friends sprinkled in there. Yeah. Um, of those, obviously, Kimmy's the the one most people I would dare say would bring up first mm-hmm. when you say side characters. And she was funny. I didn't mind her. Uh, but I really liked Steve. I thought he came off very well. And even in the reboot, like the one of the big storylines in the reboot is who's DJ going to kind of choose, uh, Steve or like I think it's a doctor she works with at a vet clinic or something like that, if I remember. It's been a while since I've watched it. But um, And I, I'm hashtag Team Steve, man. <laughs> Always will be. He seems very earnest and he actually cares. So, Did it bother you that you never saw Kimmy Gibbler's parents? <laughs> I want to say yes, but you're talking to the same guy who also loved uh, Home Improvement and I never okay. saw the neighbor's and I never saw the neighbor's face and I would kind of be bad if I did see it. it You've never seen Wilson's face? I mean, I have since then. Okay. It up, but uh, I'm talking about yeah. when the show was on. Uh, it would kind of, I think now if they'd showed his face, it would have kind of given kind of away the, the gag the whole gag of it you know because mm-hmm. they would find different ways to hide his face and it was always fairly funny so uh, i didn't mind never seeing her parents i mean honestly i don't think we ever saw argo's parents either no not that i can remember no the only family member we saw was the cousin his cousin because it was played by him it was yes. still played by, by jaleel white yes yeah yes and that's how good Jill Watt is, by the way. Uh, that guy's incredibly underrated, you ask me. I love him in the Big Show show. Have you yes. watched? He's yes. great in the Big yes. Show show. And I think Urkel led him to getting the voice of Sonic, too. In the 100%. 100%. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So for those who don't know, there was a Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon. And the, it's in Sonic, the main character is voiced by Jill White, aka uh, Steve Urkel himself. <laughs> Do you, uh, we'll stick it on, we'll go stick it with the top of the Do you have like a memorable episode? Because a lot of these sitcoms at the time did a message within the show of something yeah. bad going on in the world and everything. I know one that's always stuck out in my mind, but I'll let you go if you go first on this one. No, you go ahead, go ahead you go first. To give me a second to think about this. Okay, mine was that always sticks out in my head was... There was a kid in school and he picked on Stephanie constantly. And I think they didn't want to do a project together. And 
So finally they had to do a project. He came over, they're sitting in her room and Danny comes in, Danny or Jesse, I think it was Danny. And he got upset with her because she didn't clean or do a chore or something like that. So this kid was all of a sudden sitting there and he was like, well, I'll tell you, you know, when my old man gets mad at me and he starts beating on me, I always like to think of a funny movie like Roger Rabbit. And I'm like, what? <laughs> this is when I was a kid. And it's always that whole entire scene has stuck out. And she's like, what are you talking about? My dad doesn't do that stuff. And then they have like the whole big sit down. And I, I can't remember what happened after that because my little head is still trying to wrap around, you know, somebody picturing Roger Rabbit while they're getting beat. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, I thought of one for, for family matters that really sticks out to me, but even before I say that, I'll just say this, another little tip to the hat uh, to boy meets world. That show while being ridiculously absurdly funny was not afraid to, to tackle these heavy subjects for, for teens. And they did it all the time all the time they had some like you'd have a season where like you know all kinds of terrible things would happen and like it was just real it just felt really real um, that's why i probably hold that show up to such high regard because they were not afraid to do that yeah. now family matters and playhouse both would do it but you know it's just not on the same level in my opinion but i will say there's an episode of family matters in which this takes place in high school when the when laura and steve and them are in high school and um, there's gun violence and somebody gets shot. Uh, I don't think they're killed. I think they get shot in the arm or something like that. I'm trying to remember my details are very murky on this, but uh, so they start trying to have a, uh, like some sort of uh, it's, it's definitely an anti-violence type message, but the gist of, it, of the episode is they have a thing where people can have like some kind of uh, fundraiser where people can bring their guns to get rid of them type of thing. And, and Laura's being bullied. And she ends up buying a gun in this episode because she's afraid for her life. And that's kind of the gist of it. Uh, and I remember watching that and like my jaw just dropping and like, man, this is, <laughs> this feels too real. And honestly, it still holds up today with the stuff we do with yeah. today. Uh, you know, it's like a, you know, we don't get political here, but that's, that's the gist of it is the whole gun violence stuff. And, um, and I remember and there's one scene in particular that really sticks out to me. And it's mainly because it's two characters who don't even have names. They're not even on the show, but this one time they're one off characters. They don't even talk. They have no dialogue. And all it is, is this man and his, obviously his son and the son's walking him up to this basket. That's where people are try, trying to throw away guns and nobody's done it yet. Uh, yeah. Takes him up to this basket and he looks at his son and then, he, and then he pulls out his gun and he looks at his son again and throws the gun in the wastebasket. And like That's it still powerful. hits me today. It's super powerful. Um, no matter what you're think, thinking is of that, uh, it was obviously chose, like his son said, please do this. And he loved his son, so he did. So um, wow. really powerful moment for a show. Uh, yeah, I think anytime these shows do these, uh, and this, is not, this isn't new to these to sitcoms. No. I mean, they've been doing this for a long time where there's like a very special episode uh, of, of whichever. Uh, well, just throw it any show, honestly. And there's like a special episode somewhere in there. Um, but this was probably the time where I really noticed it. 
when I was this, I was at the perfect age where I would notice it. Like the music would change when like the when like the parent or the older authority figure was coming in to talk to the teenager or whatever. It was a very special talk uh, of a heavy subject, so the music would change. Uh, I definitely remember that. I know I remember many conversations where Danny would come in too because this is because the girls all had the same room and he would yeah. come in and he would talk to them and stuff uh so it's it, it really those really stood out to me quite a bit yeah i still i not to get too political but i remember the racial profiling episode I know we're not, this is no politics, but just an episode that I remember. I remember that one and then yes. touching on that. And, you know, it was a little, it, it was another kind of powerful thing because Carl was a cop mm-hmm. and, you know, the whole thing that happened with Eddie. I'm, I mean, but that was probably the one that stuck out to me. Yes. Yes. The yes. most. Yes. I mean, Carl even goes so far as to find those, police officers and, and mm-hmm. talk to them uh, it's very powerful uh, i mean especially in as of this recording today's climate i mean that's one of yes. the big issues right now so uh man it's, it's and these shows were, were from the 90s yeah. you know these are 90s like mid 90s sitcoms right here yeah so ahead of their time in some aspects well the only thing that i ever really the only other family sitcom that i can remember before for Full House is a little bit of Family Ties, and yeah. um, what was jeez, I'm drawing. Oh, Growing Pains. Yes, I remember Growing Pains for sure. But I don't remember Growing Pains touching on too many heavy, heavy topics. So this was like the first time in my life I could remember watching Growing Pains was a treat for me. That's how, <laughs> I mean, at that point, if I was good and did my homework, brushed my teeth, did all that stuff, I got to stay up until like eight thirty, nine o'clock to watch Growing Pains. So that was like. Yeah, I was always, because I didn't have a TV in my own bedroom for a long time growing yeah. up. So <laughs> it, it was whatever my parents were watching. That's what I would watch. And for the most part, I was okay with it because that's, I mean, they like Family Matters, so I got to watch mm-hmm. Family Matters. <laughs> you know, I was very lucky. But that uh, that TGIF thing, just that thing in general, and I want to do that for Retropop one day, the TGIF, yeah. just that in general, uh, was such a mainstay in my house and such a big part of me growing up that I it's hard for me to remember sitcoms before it because it's just are so prominent in my mind. I definitely seen some before it and I definitely watched some that were not on t- uh, that uh, like I mean Alf just for just throwing an yes. example out there. Uh but it's it's just so you know just so out there and and like it was I was I was very fortunate too uh that I ended up liking a lot of the same things my parents like. Uh I mean just, this is a random like my mom loves X-Files. So that's one of my all-time favorite shows. And I would have not have gotten to watch it because I was at the age where I didn't have them on TV yeah. uh, if my mom didn't like X-Files. So I got to stay up. That's the one night a week I got to stay up late uh, <laughs> was Sunday night because X-Files was coming on. When it's yeah. a school night, I mean. I can still remember uh, we lived with my grandmother for a while. And I can still remember coming home from school and get, watching the lineup that she watched because it was one TV the adult had the remote and that's what you, that's what you had. Yeah. So that's how I got a love for the golden girls. 
Oh, my, yes. Because yes. my grandmother watched yes. it all the time. So See, my parents loved Golden Girls, and that's how I got to watch it. That's a great example. Yeah. And by the way, that one still holds up today. That one's still really freaking funny. Yes. Uh, yeah, 100% behind you on that. Uh, Golden Girls is a great, it's a fantastic example. So we we did Full House with favorite characters and stuff. Who are your, I mean, you kind of mentioned it. Who is your favorite characters on Family Matters? Um, honestly, there's not one that I didn't like. All of them I felt were, were good, but there are some that just kind of disappear. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, like, uh, you know, Judy, obviously, is a very yes. famous one uh, who just kind of just is no longer there for whatever reason. Kind of like, a, a, you know, a, the, the happy, the happy <laughs> day's brother just kind of goes upstairs and never comes back down. Um, and then I do distinctly remember uh, their Aunt Rachel, who was a big part of the show for a long time, just kind of goes away at some point. She was there forever, but then she just is gone. Is that when they moved to CBS? I don't. I don't remember timelines. Okay. with you. And they change Harriet's uh, at yeah. one point. Um, so uh, there's a lot of weird stuff that kind of happens casting wise. But um, I think I think I'm going to put Carl and Urkel aside because those are two obvious ones. Yeah. But I'm going to put up uh, Waldo uh, uh, up here. Because he doesn't get talked about that much, he was Eddie's uh, goofy friend when you first, when he's first introduced, and he's definitely like when he when you first see him, he's a one note, goofy, stupid character. Like he just he doesn't get anything. He's he's kind of like if it's kind of like if Drax from uh, Guardians was built for a sitcom. Is basically what Waldo yeah. is because he just takes things so literal at times, and he just doesn't understand what things are. But it led to a lot of really funny things. But as the show goes, you get to learn more about him. Uh, you know, he, he starts dating uh, Lara's friend. Uh, oh. you, st- you start seeing more there. Like, he's not just a one-note stupid character. He has feelings. He actually, you know, he actually cares about his friends. He actually has ambitions. He wants to go be a chef. Uh, and he's actually really good at it. So there's all kinds of things. I really like that they would do that. That they would take his character, and even though obviously starting out he's one note. I mean, it's kind of the same thing happened with Urkel, yeah. but he's he's one note. But you're like, you know what? Let's kind of stick with this character a little bit, and let's just start adding little things about him. And as we get along, we'll get a full, pretty sweet looking, you know, awesome character here who's not just coming in for the for the goofy, stupid one liner. That's he's more than that now. So I'm going to go with Waldo. Is probably my favorite. Because I would look, I would literally look forward to Waldo showing up, because he always made me laugh. I I like the grandmother. Oh man, yeah, she's fantastic. Yes, I, I like the grandmother for the fact that she could, she was funny. Yes, but then at there was time she give you the life lesson. Yes, and that was so amazing that she did that. That you know it was. And she was the first one to in that family to really to really show Urkel like up front out that she cared about him. Yeah. Like she didn't hide it. Uh she saw the good in him right away. And she she just was not she didn't hide it. Uh, you know, like it it seemed like for Carl and I love Carl and I still think he's one of the best TV dads, but like for Carl to say something positive about Steve, you'd have to coax it out of him, even though it was there, but you'd have to pull it out. But the but uh, you know but but grand but the grandma man she upfront upfront about it 
man, I love that. She's such a great character. And she really reminded me of my grandma too. So that really helped. That really helped me love that character a lot. I don't even know what her name on the show was. I just remember her as the grandmother and that was Carl's mother, right? Yes. Yes. Cause there's a very special episode where his dad shows up. no, that was uh, Harriet's dad. Never mind. Oh, you know, I was confused. I love it when the estranged parent yeah. shows up. Uh, Heck, that's one of the best episodes of Fresh Prince, right? Yes. When, when his dad shows up, and man, good gosh, I can't watch that scene without crying still, and I've seen it a hundred times. That final yeah. scene where Will just breaks down. Um, by the way, Uncle Phil, another one of the greatest uh, comedy dads, sitcom dads ever. I asked my kids one time, if I was a TV dad, who would I be? And, yeah. it's, and it's, it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> um, I, I, I have to know. They said it, I would be, have you ever seen the middle? Yes. Okay. Have you ever seen the Goldbergs? Yes. They say I am a cross between Murray Goldberg and Mike Hack. <laughs> they say, because I just sit there mostly in a, in a spot, I have a spot on the couch. I sit there and they know to move. And it's funny because we just got a dog now that I'm thinking about it. And yeah. I didn't really want this dog, but now the dog sits with me. Yeah. And if the dog's sitting in my spot, I don't make the dog move. And then they say, I love the dog more than them. <laughs> so they say I'm very much Murray Goldberg because I'm always, because they say I yell too much. But then they say I'm Mike Hack because I just, it, I don't care. And I want to know how much money everything is with me is money. They're like, they're like, I got to go on a field trip. And I'm like, how much is this going to cost? And they're like, I like both those shows a lot, by the way, those are two but, great shows. And I'm like, how much is this going to cost? I'm a little bit more Murray Goldberg. And I'm like, how much is this going to yeah. cost? Go, the Goldbergs like, is incredibly under criminally underrated. Yes. 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 So I am, I, I'm more Murray Goldberg. I'm a little bit of Mike hack, but more Murray Goldberg. I don't like pants. <laughs> so, <laughs> Who does? You know? <laughs> so, I mean, that was probably the, one of the funniest things when I was like, it, I was like, is this me? And they're like, yeah, because you just sit there. <laughs> and you, you just sit in a spot and you don't care too much as long as it's not going to cost you money and we're not loud. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> just keep it that way. Easy peasy, man. Yeah. I'm a, <laughs> I do do things with my kids. <laughs> Let me put that out there. I'm not a horrible, horrible dad, okay? I play catch and do everything else. Um, well, you know, that's, I mean, though, I mean, this is obviously Goldberg's a much different show, but, uh, I mean, even Murray on there, like, he, he obviously cares about his kids, and he does stuff for his kids. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, even though he does mostly sit there with the dog, uh, <laughs> He does go out and do stuff with his kids. So yeah, yeah. That's I got. I got labeled Mary Goldberg. Uh, oh, I, name, I think it is a badge of honor, my friend. That's a great character. It is. Uh, the mother's name was Estelle. Estelle, yes, yes. Estelle uh, yes. Winslow. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, so I think we've pretty much. Uh, the only thing I gotta say that is left to discuss. We discuss, you know, what each person is, how we kind of relate to them. Is bottom line, what's a TV show without the theme song? Yeah. So, 
which one do you feel has the better theme song? I'll be honest. I kind of feel the theme songs are just really similar to each other. They, I thought the same way. But right before we started recording, I was I listened to both of them. See, I didn't do that. So, oh, okay. <laughs> so in my brain, they're basically, I mean, they're not the same, but they seem incredibly similar. Yeah. Uh, but the only thing I even remember, I mean, as soon as I hear them playing, I'll know which shows which one. Uh, but, and I can picture the actual, uh, the credits and what's happening as the songs are playing, like the Family Matters one, there's Urkel pushing against the door to try or trying to open the door to get into the house, but the whole family's on the other side trying to keep them out. Like, like I can even, I even think of these things and like in, the full house one, like whatever happened to blah, 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 blah. like I never knew what that word was, and I always say like imperfect dilotes. I just make words up to fit that. <laughs> um, so I definitely remember them. Uh, they're iconic, uh, but I, I couldn't tell you. Um, I couldn't pick one above the other because they just seem so similar to me. I actually listening to them. I think the family matters is better. I don't know why it does sound similar, but I think the family matters edges out full house. Just and this is and this is also during that time that this was they were kind of some of the last shows to really do this where the they were lyrics to the to the opening because yes. you know even because even on TGIF Let's Go Boy Meets World uh, it got to where there was no lyrics uh, it was just the music for the that. intro so. Um, kind of a last of their breed there when it comes to that i mean step by step i think you had lyrics if i remember right but yes um but this was this was kind of leaning toward the end of actual lyrics over on a opening song theme song for a show yeah i mean that's that's why i kind of listened to them again and i just thought family matters sound a little bit better uh we got, i i got to be a part of a kind of a full house opening. I know you saw that. Then that was a little fun coming to think of a way yeah. to do that when uh that was really cool. When yeah. we did the two point conversation and the only thing I could think of was uh the hose. Yes. <laughs> when, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, out water in the yeah. This is my this is my time with my kids is I had them kink the hose <laughs> and then I looked down and I told them I said don't tell me when you're going to unkink it, but you know, count to somewhere. Don't do it all day. And I just looked down and all of a sudden, next thing you know, they just let it rip the minute I looked down and I remember having water up my nose and feeling like I was going to drown. But so to do one of those openings was pretty awesome. And yeah. I remember, I remember Waldo's Waldo's actually stands out the most because basketball, basketball hits him in the head. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's the best. So thank you for coming on the show once again. Also, also oh. real quick, okay. another thing to me that gives Family Matters the edge. Let's see. This is for me personally, okay. is I'm also a giant basketball fan, and basketball was a big part of that show. It was, uh, it was on a lot of episodes. Eddie played it. Uh, Larry Johnson, who was a Charlotte Hornet, uh, was, one of my, was one of my all-time favorite players ever, and he was on that show as Grandma. So. Yes. Uh, yeah, so you're going to win with me if you're going to do that. So, I think even if you, not to get too, Grandma Ma and Little Penny kind of almost rivaled the Michael Jordan commercials yes. for a little bit at that time. Yeah. So 
I'm still a full house guy. I mean, I'm still I, a family matters guy. Yeah. But we're both Boy Meets World uh, dudes. So. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of pretty much anything the Savage Brothers do. So Yes, yeah. Uh, I'm with you on that. So uh, thank you once again for coming on the show and having this nice little Family Matters Full House discussion. Yeah, thanks for having me. Is it cool if I plug something real quick? Go right ahead. Okay. Um, of course, you know, Retro Pop and uh, History Creeps and Retro Bliss or some other podcast. Uh, but I have one that's coming back out. And by that, I mean, like, it's the second season of it. I did a first season like two years ago, but I decided to bring it back <laughs> this year. And it's called Johnny Townsend's Horde Movie Reviews. It's wherever you get your podcast. And it's where I will watch the trailer. I will never ever review a, a movie i've actually seen i will only watch the trailer and tell you everything about that movie uh by only watching the trailer and i will never and i promise you i've never covered a movie i've actually seen so awesome i'm 100 percent uh correct on all these <laughs> uh but also if you really like me making references to old sitcoms uh, i suggest you <laughs> get listen to these because i do that at least once per episode <laughs> that's great well, thank you once again, and check out Johnny Townsend. He does everything. <laughs> I think so. I also do artwork. I guess I should probably pimp that. Yeah, plug your artwork. Yeah, uh, go to my Instagram, Johnnyism28. I put a lot of my art on there. Hit me up if you want a commission. I draw goofy, cartoony characters. So he's really good at it. I actually have one. Thank you. I, thank you. I have. I have one. It's it's really great. It. It actually, if you've ever seen a picture of me, it looks like me in a cartoon form. And I think that's my favorite part. Thank you. But thank you once again. And to everybody out there, uh, check out our Facebook page. I recently started doing Today in History, where I'm trying to do pop culture, maybe something a little bit different that has to, that happened that day in history, you know. TV premieres or anything else and I've been doing some graphics and everything else so check out the Let's Talk But No Politics Facebook page and give me a like and with that being said good morning good afternoon wings and going. Is this wings to go? <laughs> Who wants some hot wings? Warning, Seven Wings 6 features food-based stunts and stupid performances, either by the professionals or under the supervision of trained professionals. To ensure that these hot wings are eaten correctly, according to the BICBP and the producers, must insist that no one attempts to recreate or unknowingly eat any of these hot wings. Infernal and suicide wings are no joke. Leave it to the professional idiots that do these stunts and activities. Watch Seven Wings Six. Seven Wings Six. What will we do next? Whatever, Whatever the, the f- we want. want.